You are listening to I Could Get Into This, a podcast where Leah and Brett talk about different things that they could get into, but also things that you could get into as well. That's enough from voiceover, Brett. So now you're going to listen in on the conversation that probably already has started. Brett and Leah, they go on for a while. And why do I talk about myself in the third person? If a person is a voiceover talking about themselves, is that the third person or as a voiceover, are you breaking some kind of fourth or fifth wall? Who knows? Anyway, here is Brett and Leah. Here is myself and Leah. Here is a version of myself with a version of Leah that is not here, but Leah isn't here anyway. You know what? Just go and listen to the show. With that said, I'm going to hit the record button. <laughs> oh, we've got to record the show. This is how this works. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. Say, you, just cut, you just cut everything down to a good flow pretty much, right? Oh, What's yeah. We, we th- Brett fixes everything in post. Oh, yeah. I do. I do a ton of editing. Can you just CGI my background, and, you know, to something cool? That would be... Maybe flying dragon or something, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. And I it will only show up if, if on the side of a, a van, though. Um, so, and on our YouTube channel that I don't know if anybody watches. <laughs> yes. Maybe I should. So we got one subscriber. Doing- we got huh? one subscriber, but well, hey, subscriber. <laughs> do you guys do you guys call the watchers anything? Like I would if like if it was my channel, anyone that's watching my podcast, I'd call them the creep because they like to watch. <laughs> no, we we're like just workers. Those are cool too. Yeah, we're just we're just happy that anyone will listen to us right now. That's about yeah, it. I mean, period. <laughs> ever in our lives, <laughs> we are all just screaming into the void, and that's what you do during the pandemic and after the pandemic, and whoever knows what the hell this is right now. Um, this, but yeah. Oh, does there you go. Does this add a little extra spice to your YouTube channel video? You know, absolutely, I will absolutely for our, for our listeners who can't see anything that's going on. Chet just put on a uh, Deadpool mask, which it's pretty cool. It's uh, what would you call it? It's not really a Deadpool. It's a it's a St. Patty's Day Deadpool. I mean, oh, it's, it's the a, green one, isn't it? A, the green one. It's a leprechaun Deadpool, right? It is. It's also the mask that I cry in a lot. <laughs> um, but it you is- make it sound like you only have one mask you cry into. <laughs> Pretty much, don't we all? Isn't that isn't that what we all have? It's just one mask. It's uh, I yeah, think, it's my Irish pool. I I like this idea Irish of like pool. everyone having to like put something silly on at the beginning of our shows. Um, I'm also trying to make a new trend where like you just show up to your own podcast without pants on. So feel free, yeah. anybody listening or participating, just take your pants off. It's free. It's your America. Do what you want. Oh, you can't yeah, free. I'm gonna. Uh, I, I'm, I was really hoping to like, tear away pants. Like remember those from, like where like I remember getting outlawed because everyone had the tear away like pants and people would just like come up and rip your pants off. Uh, those are the days. The nineties were chaos. Whatever happened? That's the era of windbreaker. Whatever happened to that? Those need to come back. You know, I was just talking to my coworkers. So you know, I love thrifting, right? I'm oh, yeah. always looking for starter jackets. And I was like, I'm convinced that like people die with them because you never see like old school starter jackets in thrift shops, which is like my ultimate like millennial question for dudes was like, okay, what team was your starter jacket? Because anybody who is like 35 plus a hundred percent had like a starter jacket at some point. Oh, big time. And at 45% of the time, they're going to say the Charlotte Hornets. That's that was a big one. The Bulls was another big one. Oh, yeah, because it was, yeah, peak uh, Michael Jordan time. I did not have a starter jacket. My brother had a uh, Carolina Panthers one because we lived in North Carolina when they became a team. So, like, everyone was all about it. Plus, I like the colors. I had a one for sure. Yeah, I had a a Vikings uh, starter jacket back when I was actually a Vikings fan. Oh, well, this gives us a great segue into our topic. We yeah, are interviewing the one and only legendary Chet Manley about a sport. It is a sport, right? I I told you I did, uh, I did my usual prep, which is nothing. Uh, <laughs> it it is a sport. I mean, throwing a plastic circle into a hoop is, you know, it's it's a sport. It takes a lot. It takes a lot of skill. 
it's just as much of a sport as putting a, a tiny ball into a little cup three or four hundred yards away. It's, yeah, it's essentially the same thing. We just got no clubs and just 40 different discs. So this is called disc golf, correct? Disc golf, correct. Now, I need to ask this question because my brother used to call it frothing. Is frothing an acceptable term or is it a derogatory term? Uh, I would call it an incorrect term because Frisbee, Frisbee golf, Frisbee is the name of the brand, is the brand of the disc. Okay. So oh. that is like the ultimate hmm. Frisbee discs. Like the, the discs not that we use. The sports actually, not beholden to a brand name, basically. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. That was to that specific brand. As you can see, like I got mine up there because I'm doing a real cool like glow disc mm. all the way around my room. And uh, those discs are here. Actually, I can show you. Oh, he's, and he's go getting get up. One. He's leaving. He's grabbing the disc off the wall. Also still wearing the Deadpool mask. So I admire the dedication. And yeah, I mean, I don't know how well it's going to look up, but like you can tell it's way, way different for nice. sure. So, and, and there's, you get, there's so many discs out there. You don't even want to know my total count that I have in my car. I think I'm over a hundred at this point. Wow. I got a problem. Well, like, okay. So give me some context. Like how much does a good like disc cost? So break down there's, there's premium discs that are going to cost you more. They fly better. They look prettier. They're just, they're made out of better plastics. Then you got like the base plastics, which Innova does. Um, it's called DX plastic. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's a it, it's 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 cheaper plastic. It's still you can still throw it and do good with it. But like over the last two years, since the sport has like blown up, like discs are getting crazier, cooler, and like more advanced. I don't know how how. You can get more advanced with a plastic disc, but they're doing it. It's like but pogs like, you can throw. Kind of, yeah. I mean, if you want to look at it that way, yeah. Um, <laughs> All my I think I, one of my discs is the Slammer, so yeah. The Slammer is that what is that the name of your disc? Oh, it's so, what you had uh, one of my disc. Yeah, it's essentially it looks just like a Slammer. It's hilarious. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah, it's real cool. It's uh, it's from dynamic disc because i'm i'm actually part of a team I'm, I'm part of team trilogy which is a disc team around the u.s this so, guy is sponsored did you know that leah he's sponsored so like sp what do you get it's like do they just give you free stuff are you paid how do you uh, like how did this happen i'm not sponsored i'm just Come part on. of I'm, I, I, that's my goal is to should be sponsored should be sponsored i'd be way better i've only i've only been this this saturday will be my third tournament and um, I think I took 13th, my first one, sixth, this next one, or this last one. And yeah, just kind of working on trying to get out of the rec league and a little I, bit up. I think he was trying to call a shot. His next, uh, on the next tournament, he's going to be sixth again. You know, I'll take top 10. That, that pays out. I actually made like 35 bucks last time. So that's pretty sweet. Nice. nice drinks. Whoop, whoop. So, yeah. I, uh, I, I, for some reason, uh, knowing you, I think, uh, uh, if you do get a second six in a row, uh, you're going to want to go for that third six as well. Yeah. All sixes. I'm just yeah. going to be the sixth <laughs> man. <laughs> Everyone's got to have a gimmick. <laughs> I always thought I'd be like the happy Gilmore of disc or something like that. Just like a metal head or something. And Yeah. All right, so we talked about a couple of things, and and I'm really uh, first of all, we're terrible at at really kind of fully introducing everyone. Um, so uh, this is yeah, this is the show. I could get into this. We asked uh, our friend, uh, it's Lee and my uh, good friend Chet Manley uh, to be able to come and talk about uh, disc golfing, and um, it's a sport that he's gotten into the last few years. Um, the one question I had talking about you know going into it in different type of discs and you saying the discs have gotten better over the years is is this something for like disc golfs that that you can like buy a beginner or a starter pack 
kind of work your way up to a point and then you end up getting into that that professional level where you actually have to get a i'm assuming a, a harder disc or more variations or how does that work yeah so there there are beginner kits out there uh when i started this is my third year of like really getting into it uh i started with like a little innova set where you get like a, you get a fairway you get a, a fairway driver a distance driver uh, a mid-range and a putter so those are kind of the four basic and it just gets crazier from in there because then there's different types of type different types of discs that do different like shots fly through the air differently it's pretty nuts so yeah. when i started i started with a basic kit and then i just kind of started buying other discs as i kind of started to develop my throw and my form and it just kind of developed from there because then i you know i went from Innova, I started throwing MVP streamlined stuff, but like now I'm really hardcore into the trilogy stuff, which is dynamic discs, latitude 64, and west side discs. Okay. Which which are primarily what I throw. And I'm still I even even today I'm still going through so many different discs. I mean, there's so much out there. Oh yeah. So now what really determines the difference between we'll even just go to to different extremes, extremes like the the driver to the putter? Is it size or is it type of material, the stiffness? How 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 do those differ? Yeah. 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 So like the putt, most putters will have a little bit thicker brim. Some of them, some of them don't, but for the most part, they got a thicker brim. They feel a little different when you throw them. They're not meant for massive distance. They're mass. They're made for like 250 feet in. Like my putter, which is a Westside Harp, premium plastic VIP. Um, I can get about 240, 250 with that. So, oh, wow. a lot of some putters that are the older plastic, they won't go as far. The newer plastic will sail. It's it's a it's a big it, it's a big difference. So, but. For the most part, the putters are a little thicker. And then as you go up kind of from there to mids, mids are a little bit, a little less thick around the brim, get a little bit more distance. And then, you know, control drivers and distance drivers, the distance drivers are a little bit more aerodynamic, a little bit more thin. So like when you throw it through the air, it kind of cuts and sails. So, I mean, it's kind of like the thickness of the disc. You can almost tell what kind of disc it is. I can, I can almost tell pretty much just by touching it or looking at it like what the what kind of disc that's that's going to be used for sure and and it gets a lot more crazier too because then each disc has its own numbers like stat numbers mm. um so yeah it, it breaks down pretty crazy like there's a lot that kind of go into disc off more than you think it would be than just picking up a disc and be like okay i'm gonna go throw this yeah yeah at Leah, least did you have something you looked like yeah you were... i was gonna say so you know, we're talking a big part of our show is like getting into things. So um, I know I've walked with you like when you've been Frisbee golfing before, but I was curious about like, um, like terminology. So like, you know, is there a hole in one? Is there a tee box? You know, where is the crossover and where is some of the jargon that's very specific to disc golf? You know, strangely enough there, it's, it's pretty match is pretty close to lead to golf. So like, get a hole in one, we, we, you know, it's an ace. I mean, that's using both sports. There's tee, mm -hmm. there's tee pads and fairways and greens, but except like on greens, they separate it into two circles. So like circle one and circle two circle, you know, the closer you get in. The um, so the, yeah. So the big difference, the only real difference is like where in regular golf, you have just one massive like green ours. It's, it's a green, but like you, stat wise it's circle one and circle two so if the closer you yeah been, depending on how okay. close you get to the pin so um so yeah so yeah it, it's pretty identical pretty close anyways to the standard terminology that you use in regular golf for sure interesting yeah. So with disc golf, uh, with regular golf, you have everything. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, distances are all all yards. You have large thing. Uh, is it uh, the same with disc golf? You have it by yards. Is it typical like the uh, uh, like the same size as a regular golf course, or is are is a smaller scale? It's it's definitely smaller scale. So instead of by yards, it's by feet. So, uh, you know, instead of like 400 yards, it's 400 feet. So it's quite a lot shorter. 
I believe, just based on that. Because, like, what's a... Three so, yards to a foot, yeah. Foot, yeah. yeah, so, like, should be, like, 300 feet would be 100 yards. Right. So, um, I mean, that's that's a pretty big rip, even even for me to hit 300 is a okay. pretty pretty big rip for me. And I got friends who can throw, like, 400, 500 feet. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They're, they're, they're above me a couple of leagues for sure. Um, so then so for yeah, those, they, they, those people that are, can do those four and 500, is that technique? Is that the disc? Is that uh, actual like physical strength or kind of a it, merge of everything? It's a mix of everything. Like you have to a, know your disc because there's some discs that are stable, some that are overstable. So you have to know how to throw the proper angle with that proper disc. So, I mean, like it gets, it, it gets pretty technical. Most people don't think it's, Oh, well, you just go out there and throw a disc. I'm like, yeah, you can, but there's a lot for and There's a lot to knowing what your discs do and then also releasing and having the proper, like, yeah, the angle with your wrist to, to throw that. So, I mean, it, there's form like that. It's, you know, right. Pretty technical. I, I believe. Sure. All right. I keep kind of cracking up because Chet is still wearing the Deadpool mask and uh, every once in a while your camera just freezes and like the last one it froze, you were like really close to the screen. It was all blurry and I'm like, oh man, this definitely looks like we're being interrogated. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> like, well, you know, and I just want to describe that for our, our listeners who can't quite appreciate this. Uh, I'll see if I can snag a screenshot of it because it's definitely it's the magic. video is going to be something worth watching on this one. <laughs> yes. uh, but it's great. Like I said, I think we need a new rule. Like everyone who shows up on the show has to wear a mask because it's, it's very entertaining. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it hides my tears. So, yeah, it's it's nice. It's a good absorbent. It's, it mask. starts getting salty in there, though, doesn't it? <laughs> I like the sodium. So you can see his okay. little mouth. <laughs> Quit licking the salt, you weirdo. <laughs> so I, I know that you you love not just like disc golfing here. You also travel a lot. So whenever you travel, you know, tell us about some of the more interesting or unique um, courses you've been to. Yeah. So like my goal in life is to play a course in every state. And I've actually got quite a chunk done. Awesome. Um, when me and my lady Amanda go to, to down to Kentucky, and what's usually once a year, we go I play down there. But last year I got to play in Vegas um, at the White Horse Club, and that was probably one of the best experiences awesome. I've I've had. It's super it's super pretty because it's a pro course, and it was literally just before we got there, there was a pro tournament that was there like a month before. So it was kind of cool to play because I watch I watch all the tournaments you know on YouTube because that's where they post everything. Um, you can watch for free and, uh, yeah, it was fun to play the same tournament that, uh, the pro like played and it was, it was, it was pretty, pretty when you mix like green, green golf course and desert, it just got that crazy, like dynamic between that's super cool. Crazy. But yeah, Vegas has got some cool courses. I've played pretty much everything around here. Black Hills got a lot of stuff out in Spearfish. They got a, they got a pro course out there that a lot of tournaments come through. Um, can't remember the name of it, but it's you're from you're out you're from the Black Hills. You know how crazy it'd probably look like out there. Yeah, uh, is there like a destination one, like one that's on your bucket list? That's a good question. Maybe not yet. Idle Wilds would be one that I really want to play. Uh, Where's that at? The East Coast, I believe. Someone's gonna just on YouTube out for a liar because I may be incorrect on that. Um, but I'd, I'd expect someone wearing a Deadpool mask on YouTube to get trolled. So um, I can't remember. I thought <laughs> it, I thought it's on the East Coast. Great. Yeah. There's a yeah. Ida Wild in Kentucky, uh, Burlington. Hmm. Yeah, that uh, was kind of close. It was just southeast. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> And that's that's a cool one, but if anyone wants to see well, probably the best one in the Midwest, it's actually up in the cities at uh, Blue Ribbon Pines. Hmm. Now, is that a pro it, course or? It, it it is it is absolutely massive. I suggest go Google it and look at it because it is probably the craziest, biggest, unique course you'll see hmm. around. It's 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 just so massive. 
holes, a lot of tunnel shots. Yeah, it's fantastic. I was I just pulled it up on the internet and it looks like uh, just basically uh, a course in the middle of the woods. Uh, just Ooh. trees everywhere. I could I could only imagine how how frustrating it would be to go through all of those trees. I've hit a chunk of those trees, <laughs> but it's so I, they've fun. They've known your wrath. Well, like the technical courses are cool because it kind of teaches you to not be. A lot of courses you can just have a big arm and just go out there and bomb them and win. But like, I like a lot more technical courses where you can't do that. You just got to know how to throw your disc and release right. So it's all about your form. So and that one is definitely a uh, form tester. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic course, and I can't wait to get back up there. Nice. Yeah. It was funny. So uh, uh, Lee and I both were in Denver a month ago, month-ish ago, and uh, we were having supper with uh, other people people from Johnstones in the area and uh we found out there was a couple people that were there that um i don't know did they say that they were pro golfers or else uh, they said that they did some some uh uh touring to be able to do some of the pro golf uh uh disc golf of the courses yeah in the area yeah like you know plan a training that just happens to be in this town where i'm trying to go to this course yeah so that's we kind had a next level brilliant really that's we cool. had one guy from uh, uh, San Antonio that was talking about uh, doing the course in Denver. And he was also talking about someone. Gosh, I can't remember the other one. Uh, there was someone else that was from a different area. And um, they were talking about the courses around that area. And they're like, oh, how do you know about that course? And, and it's just it was crazy. It was just kind of that 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 common bond that immediately got these two people uh talking uh about you know this really out in the out in the middle of nowhere type of uh hobby you know uh that that chet has as well it's 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 a it's very unique because ever since this is the first year i'm like you know what i'm gonna get involved with community so as you guys seen like i've gotten into disc dying i got a little fan page like a little art page for that um yeah, and I've I've really jumped into it. I've met a lot of good people over the last year. I'm 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 and you know been dealing with some of the local disc shops in town. One of them is a couple of good friends of mine, a Dead Eye Disc, and it's just been kind of a fun experience. Just when you find someone that plays it, you guys could just talk discs forever, and it's 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 crazy how much of a bond you can get from that for sure. So as the nice. artist, I have to know like more about your dying process. So I follow you on social media, and it's just cool to see how they turn out at the end. Um, do you want to kind of share a little bit about um, like what your process is? Cause I know you basically custom dye these, you know, these plastic discs with, you know, crazy patterns that look anything from like tie dye to even like the marbleizing sort of look. Yeah. So there's, there's a couple of different methods. I'm going to start getting more into the advanced stuff and I'm actually me and a buddy of mine um, that I met through disc golf or in town that we're kind of becoming close. We're going to be doing like a little training, like uh, a disc dying training for people that are interested in the whole technique and how to do it. Cause it's, it's a real fun process and it's incredibly easy. So like, um, cause you can use like shaving cream or you use lotion glue, and then you just get essentially get like the powder dye, you mix them with acetone and then you could use them, to paint on so yeah i mean like it's it's pretty easy i get you know my my issues normally like i'm stressed out because i don't know what colors to do because you kind of got to be opposite of the color on the color your disc is so i don't want to do like a, a a turd brown you know color that just looks terrible yeah. and you waste so much money on that nice disc yeah <laughs> but it's oh, blind turd <laughs> yeah i should just she's ugly, but she's lucky <laughs> flying turd log um no yeah it's, it's it's fun yeah it's pretty fun <laughs> so anyone that wants to check that out uh he's on facebook under chet's dies d-y-e-s um so i'll make sure to put a link to that in the description of the yeah, show. Yeah, definitely check out some of the pictures. Like I said, you've, you've made some really cool ones. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting better and better by the day. I just run out like, and I don't even, I don't, I don't even do it for like 
selling them or making money. Like anyone comes up to me and wants me to dye their disc. I do it for Hey kids, you want me to dye your disc? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Hey, here. you want a pretty disc? I got your disc right here. Uh, so yeah. Again, you're so, like, playing these in public parks, so you know. <laughs> with one of those old school detective jackets with just discs underneath it. Yeah. You know, which uh, I guess kind of brings a question. Like I said, I've, I've gone with you on the course before, but like how long does it take to play a round of like disc golf? Is this like, because I feel like I've gone golfing before and this is just my like a short attention span. It's forever. <laughs> like doing nine holes takes you forever. Granted, there's also like alcohol involved and driving your cart over. If it's me like digging in the woods for the ball, but like how long do you devote to, to going out and playing a few holes? Normally, normally I'll try and do a couple like around. Um, either I'll, like Tudhell, depending on where how I'm practicing. I mean, it doesn't take too long. It takes me if I go by myself, like an hour. Okay. But if you get more people in, it's going to obviously increase that time because when I get out there, I'm kind of in a zen state. So I'm just throwing and and moving, you know, depending on how busy it is out there. But it's actually pretty quick. I had I had Dusty and Zooks come out with me one half. But yeah, it's, it's a, I'd right, say it's I'll a lot quicker. Yeah, a lot quicker. That reminds me of when I was in, uh, uh, just graduated from high school and I used to golf in the, you know, just regular course and get up early in the morning. And I would just go out myself. I'd, I'd hit the ball and I'd run to it. I'd get a whole round done in less than 45 minutes. Yeah. If you're moving and there's not people in front of you, you can get it done pretty quick. No one was out there. I was the only one. You know, I was just going straight to my ball. That was when I was actually good, so the ball went exactly where I wanted to. I was going to say, you can also to. smack the crap out of a golf ball, Brad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I still talk about the time we went far, uh, golfing in Fargo, and you hit that duck. Yeah, that was like, fun. Ricochet up the water and went, <laughs> RIP that duck. If it didn't die then, it definitely had brain damage the rest of its life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know you were. I didn't know you were a golfer. I I golfed varsity in high school. Yeah, nice. I knew you golfed. Yeah, I did too. My my vision's gotten so bad that I can't even when I hit it. I could tell. I could tell by the field that I hit it good, but I can't see the golf ball. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's lost. <laughs> you know, it sucks. I used to be. Uh, I used to be a good golfer, and then. Uh, just got away from it for too long and uh, got out of shape. And so whenever I go out now, it's, it's, it's not pretty, but. Uh, Come I like to be the first to tease out the latest yeah. tea and helps us get a little closer and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One question I had for you, Chet, was you were talking about the form and I was, I was kind of curious about this because I've been watching a couple of videos where they have been, doing like the disc golfing like the form is like the regular i'd say overhand type form like like you would just be doing you know a regular frisbee uh just going back and forth but when i went out there was people that were doing the the underhanded you know kind of a flip like wrist upward kind yeah of the wrist outward underhand hmm. type form what is is there really any uh i don't know anything that says that you should do one or the other or like, is there, there a grainy shot <laughs> or, yeah i don't know some people i can't do that's the forehand i can't do that forehand which is weird because most people that were ever a pitcher or played baseball can kind of get that little sh i can't for some reason i don't know why so okay. i'm i'm predominantly which is you know the um, but like some people are just naturally good one way or the other. I have friends that can do forehands. I can't do forehands. I can do backhands. They can't do backhands. So, I mean, like each person's different and, um, and it, it's one isn't, one isn't frowned upon over the other though. No, um, there's actually a lot of courses that you play. You'll be like, Oh, this is a total forehand shot. Cause a forehand will go out left and it'll hook right. So it's a good way to get around trees that have that kind of uh, hole design. And then the backhand normally goes out, out right, and then fades left with your disc. So, I mean, they're both good shots that are used in specific courses. But, sure. yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's fun. Interesting. Yeah. And no one ever does an overhand like you would in Ultimate Frisbee, right? 
Actually, that's called a grenade. Is it really? So, like, when you take it... I was like, going to say, I'm sure there's, like, a million ways you can throw, throw yeah. a disc, right? There's people that, that bomb it over trees, just, like, a chop like, up. And, wow. uh, yeah, bomb it over, like, a 60-foot tree and then drop Maybe, it. Maybe, like, do, like, a full spin and, like... Whoosh. The 360? Yeah. Yeah, that exists. Pros do that. Um, <laughs> that would be, like, my first day the out there. Guys, look throw. at this. And then I, like, throw it right into the river. You'd be surprised. Some people throw it like <laughs> 600 feet like that. And I, I was blown away when I saw a dude just like crush it. And I'm like, my sweet Christmas. <laughs> <sighs> and I can barely throw back can. So seeing people doing these crazy shots remind me that I'm a recreational player and not quite ready for advanced or intermediate. It's all right. You always well, have you room to improve. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy. With where I'm at, like I'm getting there. I was never really planning to compete. I just enjoyed it because it's a great Zen exercise. Because like when you're out there throwing, it's just like a little bit of just peace and at mind, and you know what I mean, like calm and chill, and nothing bothering you. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the nice things. Like when we've come with you, like we haven't played, but we've just it, it gives you a chance to just walk and visit and be outdoors. So you know, in that sense, it's a really great recreational sport. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's super cool. And then when you meet good people, like, you know, like I'm in two leagues here in town with a bunch of good people that I like. And yeah. It's, it's very inclusive. There's lots of men and yeah. women and people from all different ages and backgrounds. And yeah, everyone that I've met through, through you, through the, the um, disc golf has been super friendly. Yeah. Cause you're at, you're at, yeah, you're at the party. Yeah. We came to the barbecue and it was just like, yeah, it was like your whole entire disc golf family that were, yeah, it was cool. Nice. And uh we're kind of Yeah, we're we're working on a YouTube thing where it's gonna be called Urban Disc in Sioux Falls, where we're gonna set up holes around town and you know, kind of you remember like back in the day Jackass had the urban kayaking. Oh yeah. We're doing the same thing except it's gonna be disc golf. <laughs> You're just gonna stop in like what 41st Street, jump out, put a basket there, <laughs> get back Maybe. in and go. We're not we're not ruling it out. You know, I put it on. I put it on a building and shoot. Oh uh, shit, Leah! Don't give my ideas away. I'm just so. That reminds me, we used to do disc golfing out on the farm at uh, Donna's uh, uh, farm, and they had a couple discs, and and the the person that would hit the 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 goal first or whatever the hole was was able to tell what the next hole was they didn't have anything mm -hmm. over just like yeah you see that tree over on the so far side there that's yep. the next <laughs> hole so it would go there whoever hit first then they determine all right the next hole is this and you know then it turned into something like a a game of horse it's like all right it's that hole however you have to go on the left side you have to throw with <laughs> your left hand and it was it was pretty fun yeah, it's it's a it's a good little exercise, man. You can there's so many games you can do with it. You know, like when sometimes we'll go out to Tut and we'll play um, what's called safari golf. So we make up our own hole. We make up our own like holes based on where all the pads and stuff are all at. Oh, so yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Um, essentially, we we wait till there's nobody out there to do it. Otherwise, it's gonna mm -hmm. cause a cause a big mess. But like. There's so much things to do and games and stuff like that. Like it's, so, it's fantastic, man. It's kind of, I lost 30 pounds playing disc golf. Nice. Have you so ever like, lost a disc? Of course. In the course of playing. And I've cried every time. I'm sorry <laughs> every, to have brought it up. That's what the mask is for. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You think I was just thinking like when I play golf, I bring like a full sleeve of golf balls because like none of those are leaving the course, you know? The only bummer thing is when when I lose a disc, it's like a twenty dollar disc. Yeah, well, it could be one you even custom painted, right? Yeah, that super sucks. Yeah, that's why I bring discs that I'm willing to lose. <laughs> yeah, if there's a water feature, it may be just gone. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Imagine rough. the Sioux River has gobbled up a lot of disc golf uh, paraphernalia. If you've never been on that course, that is an incredibly tough and obnoxious course. Like that one, that way. rough. Yeah, like you have to get there, like before all the weeds and stuff grown in because the insects oh. are gnarly and then the weeds get high and then you get your disc you off be two feet, out. Yep. Yeah, you can literally be two feet off the fairway and lose your disc. It's that mm. bad. Yeah, it sucks. Like it, it's really bad. Yeah, or you hit a tree. Reap, reap the harvest, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty bad out there for sure. I most. I don't think I've done the tournament out there yet, but yeah, I avoid that during the summer months. Chat with your glow in the dark discs. Have you done a, uh, a nighttime disc mm. golf? Yeah, glow is actually kind of fun. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's yeah, it's really fun. Like I need to get out there and do it again one of these days. We did it. We did one at Southeast Tech. That one's a fun one. And well, pretty much any any of the courses are good, but Pioneer is a, is a fantastic course for that too. But yeah, it's fun just to like launch this, just watch it float, and all you see is green. So yeah, it's a pretty fun, pretty fun activity. I highly suggest that as well. How uh, how do they light up the uh, the holes for for that? That's one thing I've never actually seen. Like, oh, they use little LED lights, right? Yep, you get little LED lights. They look like little pucks. And you put them on top and you light them up. So then the light goes down so you can see where the baskets are. Oh, nice. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, when in a backyard with your practice basket, right? Yep. Yep. I got a little practice bas- basket in my yard that I have. Nice. Light. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Cool. So if somebody wanted to start getting into disc golf, like what are some good resources? You know, obviously you could just. I guess, show up at a course and start bugging people. But like, where did you get started like researching and, and finding out about uh, the sport? The thing is, is my buddy that I used to work with at, um, God, what was that place? My buddy is named Jason Duclet. He was the one that really got me into it. Okay. Like I, I started watching videos. I'm like, hey, that looks fun. And then he would take me out and go play after and then I just got hooked. And then part of the addiction was is testing out all these discs and finding out which ones work for you. And then 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 you go even another meta level. And then you're like, oh well, this disc looks cool. I gotta buy this disc based on oh, the yeah. looks. Gotta and get cool. Like, like I just spent $110 on two rare discs that I absolutely adore. And I don't know why I've spent that crazy money. <laughs> like I said, I got an addiction I'm and afraid a real to problem. play with them. Like, what if you lost one? That's why I buy everything in twos. One goes in my collection <laughs> wall and one goes in my bag. You go on the wall. You're my favorite. You're disposable. Yeah, you, yeah, you can see all the ones up here I've gotten from tournaments I've done. And uh, some ones that are like special Halloween printed. So, I mean, like every every disc company puts out these limited edition ones and then I get suckered into it because I'm like, well, yep, I need that now. So there I'll goes. Yeah, it's. It's brutal. Like I went from, from, you know, going out and party on the weekends to spending that on discs that I may or may not ever throw. <laughs> I was going to say, we never thought that this would be the addiction that swallowed you whole, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's, <laughs> it sounds like it's, fun. Yeah, it's good. I made friends through this. So like definitely equal trade off. Plus, you know, it helps to get my 10,000 steps in. Oh yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah, it's 10,000 uh, steps. That's like two weeks for me. Change. <laughs> That's two I was going to say, That's I was going to say, you're always, you're like, always oh, gotta go to the office downstairs. You have to hide in your basement. I want a basement to hide in. Yeah. If I get 200 steps a day, I'm, I'm lucky. <laughs> Oof. That's not good. <laughs> in fact, well, we'll those you, 30 we'll pounds that you lost, I found them. <laughs> you so. like, I, found- <laughs> I got some more for you incoming. <laughs> How generous. Well, uh, yeah. we'll beef up your cankles. Your cankles look weak. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, hey, shoot. We'll get, you, we'll, we'll get you to come discing with me, with me when you're not traveling, which is like it, pretty much every week. And, I go uh, out yeah. one week out of the month. So I, 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 I'm not always out. So you, if you're doing something that's not too terribly early, give me a call. Send me a message. And not too terribly hot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I melt. I'll just, I'll just come with you, and we'll just play discourses as you go from uh, office to office. There you go, perfect. <laughs> the oh, gosh. you are Jameson road trip we've all wanted. Oh, jeez. He's like, who There's, wanted this? That's a that's a mini series on YouTube, bro. <laughs> I was gonna say it's gonna be like another thing where I'm like, well, damn it, why didn't I write this? <laughs> As long as I don't have to edit it, that's all that matters. <laughs> 
We, There'll be no cussing or anything. You don't need to, you know, we don't need to edit anything. It's perfect. But yeah. Yeah. We'll just do one. We'll do old timey cussing and two, nobody can edit us. <laughs> We're uneditable. We're uneditable. Exactly. We're uneditable. <laughs> I wasn't even sure I was going to say that. Oh my. Ermagerd. <laughs> Ermagerd. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is, uh, I guess, uh, the other thing I was curious on is what's the best, uh, What's the best place to go to be able to, to find some some new discs? If you're if you're trying to get into this, um, is it just something you find at Walmart or uh, what's what what's your recommendation for a good uh, decent disc at a good decent price? You know, I'm I was I, was, I told myself I'm not going to like try and self promote or promote stuff because it's your guys' podcast. I'm not a commercial, walking commercial guy. Go for uh, but it, my sir. friends, uh, they sell a lot of desks, discs locally and will deliver to you. Um, that's deadeyediscs.com. They're, uh, they got a lot of a mix of discs. Um, I, nice. I like to support little local places like that before I tell people to go to like Shields or Last Stop even, even's got, uh, oh, usually yeah. has a pretty good stock too. So um, yeah, I mean, I would I, if you're trying to get into it, I would try one of those little local companies, maybe start off with, you know, some basic Innova discs um, until you kind of find how you throw or what you like. But I mean, like there's so many discs out there. It's, it's literally a massive buffet. So, um, sure. I mean, a lot of I did a lot of my research on InfiniteDisc.com because you can go look at manufacturers and see like what the disc is supposed to do in the flight and what kind of arm speed you need. Um, so that there's 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 so much stuff out there, even Reddit you know, has a lot of stuff out there too. Nice. Well, it's good, Don. There's local options so that you can go in there as a newbie and, you know, talk to the experts face-to-face and be told about, you know, equipment and where to play, what kind of activities are going on or leagues to join. So I always yeah. think that's a great place to start. I was going to say, and like I always suggest people to come out and play our Sunday, join our Sunday league. Mm. If they bring disc, I'm always willing to teach people stuff and and, and help. My goal is to to make the community around here pretty well and expand it and be, you know, be a helpful person since I don't do much outside of that and work. And so I figured I might as well put all my energy into the kind of the disc world. Awesome. But yeah, I mean, like I, I have so many discs that have different brands and just people could throw it and test it out and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's it seems over. You, you think it's not super overwhelming, but once you really get into it, it it's just a whole world. It's a whole different world. That's cool. Sure. Well, definitely, I would say it's a lot easier to be able to, uh, you know, buy yourself a a $20 gift uh, disc and be able to to try it out as opposed to, you know, one of the things with regular golf that I always hated is that you have that driver that you want, but it's 450 bucks and you start uh, playing with it and you'll find out, you know, this isn't really the right one for me. That's quite an investment to to go into just to, to 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 find that out yeah, yeah. it really it really is like that's what i got that's what I, I always played when i got into just regular golf i would uh, varsity with walmart set like it was funny just to beat kids who parents spent twelve hundred dollars on their golf kit and i was beating them with like a two hundred dollar set that's funny yeah. like yeah. It, it, I, I think i partially played regular golf sarcastically that sounds just like you so yeah i'm pretty sure subconsciously that's what i was doing but you know chet we need to find a punk rock golf tour they used to i think they still do punk rock golf punk rock golf that'd be a lot of fun yeah wasn't fat mike doing that and like all the like fat records bands some of the those guys are doing shit yeah, I think so. I think MXPX was a part of that, and uh, Fat Mike, and uh, yeah. Maybe you got to bring something like that here, or do a disc golf tournament all around uh, punk rock stuff. That'd be awesome. That'd yeah, be that'd be great. yeah, that'd be amazing. That would that would be kind of cool to do something different like that, but like do punk rock disc golf. Actually, that just give me an say, idea. Do you guys ever do like theme like disc golf? Like, how fun would it be to like do a Halloween one where everyone dresses up like? Kind of fun. That isn't that is another great idea. See, yeah, you're like, an idea it as a fundraiser. Person. Maybe you can raise it money for 
the Habitat for Humanity or the, you know, uh, animal shelter, but like everyone can dress up and it'd be fun. Just loop yeah. the monster mash for a couple uh, time. Yeah, that would be actually really cool. I might have to try and think of something for Halloween, something that's fun. Yeah. And then cool. come up come up with some sort of prize or something cool to to get people yeah, I to bet, come in. You know, you could probably get a spirit Halloween to donate something as a prize or see if there's a local business that would, you know, donate some prizes or something. But yeah, it's like that'd be a lot of fun. And something yeah. like your the whole community could re- re- rally around. Yeah, that's yeah, I'm after you know me, to, I'm always full of ideas. You have to pin that out. Yeah. I might have to that's it. You're an idea person. I might have to talk to you. That's actually a real great idea. It'd be fun to do something so that will benefit some local, something local in town, and then also expand, you know, the sport so people can come out, try it out, and not mm-hmm. feel so overwhelmed. Yeah, I mean, it, it automatically kind of makes it a little less serious. So I think people who are just, you know, curious or have never played with other people might come out and, and try it. So yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Go nuts. (laughs) That'd be pretty, pretty sweet. Well, even just look at something that happened recently with that InnoSkate thing. You know, I never realized there were so many skateboarders in in Sioux Falls, and they all showed up, and it was it it was a crazy, crazy fun time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw the videos. Looked pretty awesome. I totally forgot about it. I wanted to come down to that, but I just got so absorbed in whatever it is I was doing. Sure, sure. But it's yeah. cool to see like that kind of events go on in this town because it feels like it gets pretty stale around here. So it was nice to get like a fresh breath air with a cool little skating thing. You know, it's funny. So with the travel that I do, I get a lot of people that because I'm going to to larger cities and I get a lot of people and say, what do you do for fun in South Dakota? Or what there's what do you do you go to cow tipping? Like, dude, you just <laughs> If you if you think it's like that, then don't come and visit. Uh, we're we're gonna have our own fun, but <laughs> I'd be telling them like, yeah, we do a cow drag racing. Yeah, cow drag exactly. racing. I yeah. was telling them, I said, well, do you have a cotton candy store? No, we do. <laughs> <laughs> do you deep fat fry everything in ranch? Well, we do. Does your favorite well, restaurant have a five pound Indian taco, sucker? <laughs> oh yeah take that one of these everyone. days Brett. we gotta go do that <laughs> and then die <laughs> i told you one? i tried the i tried the two pound one and i, I don't <laughs> i just i don't even i can't even compute like how you could yell that but is there, we left on is that the oh go ahead oh no i was just saying is that that watchable oh yeah we're teachable um, yeah yeah totally so that. good like well, I tell when it also... comes to town, like go there and get Indian taco, you will not regret it. Oh, it's amazing. Just we like... always talk about how we're going to do the um, uh, boss's pizza the boss's pizza challenge. challenge. <laughs> oh, I did that once. I thought I, I thought I saw heaven for a minute. <laughs> I thought <laughs> that I blacked anything, out. <laughs> I was gonna say, if anything takes me down, it's gonna be an oversized food item. You know, there's not many ways I want to die, but definitely like eating a food challenge is probably okay by me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you're doing go what out. she loved, eating a steak the size of her face. <laughs> but then again, Chet, you and I, we we were had one time where we were able to bond over a uh, bacon eating competition. That's right. I, I saw those Full photos pound the of other bacon. day. Yeah, that was, I think that was the first year I wore the... The bacon, the bacon costume, the bacon yeah. costume, yeah, super bacon. I, you could literally see the grease sweating off. Our- oh yeah, I, I couldn't watch it. I'm it just- was so bad. Ugh. And the bacon was like all burnt, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. Oh. The guy, somebody said make it crispy, and they're just like, okay, and just like burnt the tar out of it, but still worth it. It was still, still bacon. Worth- yeah. That was the that was the year that no one could finish the full two pounds or whatever it was. Yeah, I can't remember. It was more, it was more than a pound. It was like two pounds of bacon, which is just. <laughs> I don't know if it was because it was burnt and nobody wanted to finish eating it because burnt bacon is kind of not. It's kind of the worst. It's true. Yeah, like I can. I don't I can know if it's as bad as flaccid bacon, though. Well, see, and I remember it being not only burnt, but flaccid. Like, it was, like, <laughs> the worst of all The worst bacon. of all worlds for this bacon. Yes. Like, yeah, because I remember it was so chewy. 
It was like super was chewy, and chewy, like uh, yeah, you couldn't. It was probably couldn't, really cheap bacon, so you couldn't swallow it. Burnt, and the the fat just got rubbery. Yeah, I don't even know how that happens. It's like it's like cooking a uh, a fish stick, and it's still cold on the inside, but it's burnt <laughs> on the outside. So it bounces out. It's just like how how does that even what witchcraft is this? Yeah, how does exactly. that even? We don't make yeah. the rules. We just eat the bacon. Yeah, I miss that. Yeah, I I, uh, I I'm always jealous whenever I see people eating bacon at the bacon eating contest, and it's just like that looks a lot better than the bacon I had. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's have our own bacon eating contest reunion. And <laughs> we'll give ourselves insane stomach aches and eat several pounds of bacon. Okay, yep. so when I worked at the newspaper, there was a guy there that was always telling. Okay, uh, Johnny, the sports editor, was always talking about this challenge that he made up. And he wanted everyone to like make him do it, but we're like, this is, you're going to die. He wanted to see if you could sit and eat a dozen eggs, a loaf of bread and a pound of bacon in one sitting. Oh gosh. I'm convinced that would kill you. He's like, no, I think I could do it. I'm like, no, we're not going to make you do that job. Well, come hours. on. It'd be cool. I'm like, No, this is like a 40 something year old man. This wasn't like a teenager or something. He wasn't in his twenties. Just like trying to prove something. I think he was maybe just trying to like low key commit suicide. I don't I was- know. I was going to say, he's probably very depressed. And if he, he he wanted to choose his way to go, and that was it. I think he was very like weirdly competitive. So before I started working at the Laverne newspaper, uh, he and the sports editor had a race around the block because John smoked all the time. <laughs> and uh, our sports editor is just like, you're going to kill yourself. You're blah, blah, blah. So like, well, we'll do a foot race. And so they did the foot race. And the sports editor like pulled a muscle. So John finished. Uh, as he knew he would, he's so full of himself, and he had made like a giant fake cigarette <laughs> to hold up. There's like a stock photo of him <laughs> at the newspaper that runs, which is him holding up this giant fake cigarette to lord mm-hmm. over his victory. And this is why I'm endlessly fascinated with small town drama because where do these people come from? <laughs> oh my gosh, Laverne, apparently. Yeah, one of many places. So I was just thinking, I know uh, Molly Schuyler does a lot of different uh, eating competitions and stuff like that. I wonder if she, if you would, we'd send a message to her and saying, hey, we got an idea for, for an eating competition. You never know. Bring it on. I was going to say, let's do it. <laughs> Not about the realm of possibility. I would only be able to eat the hard boiled eggs if they were deviled. Mm. What about? What about the eight pound donut challenge? Yeah, that, what? that seems like a very dense donut. Yeah, that's or pretty much it. You're eating like a wedding cake at that. Or point. it could be it could be fluffy. You don't know. It could be like a for, beignet. For eight pounds? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think a fluffy boat pound beignet could be. I just that's the way I'm gonna go. Is I'm gonna die eating an eight pound donut. <laughs> die doing what he loved. <laughs> it's called the uh, going out Homer Simpson style. Just there you go. All, well, you know what they say. It's got to be I strawberry frosted. Let it destroy you. Yeah. <laughs> Life's All too right. short to not live deliciously. Anything else going on? Anything else that you want to uh, to Plug chat about? We've uh, we've filled our time, but we can always keep on going. That's yeah. I got all the time in the world. I ain't doing much. I, I I'll <laughs> talk about stuff all day. Welcome you know? to our show format. You sitting in your your log cabin, it looks like. Yeah, you, yeah, you've never been in my house. So my my this room that I'm currently in, which is my bedroom, it's a sunroom. I don't think Leah, you you've been you've been over here, but I don't think I've ever given you. Have I given you the tour? I don't think you gave me the tour, but I know that I've had to like pull y- Zooks out of there before. So yeah, but so where it was a bedroom. Yeah, it's like a full sunroom. It's all big windows, like you can kind of see. I have all, you know. So it's, it's an interesting house. It's up in the morning, does his naked yoga in front of the windows for the neighbors. and. Yep, they all got to look up and see Don. In the Deadpool mask. Of course. You know. And maybe sometimes I'll put my Batman one on or my Bane, you know. <laughs> just You just stand there every night looking over the, because he's on the top of a hill too. So you sit there and you survey the city and you talk in your Batman voice. Sleep tight, Sioux Falls. I'm watching out it- for you. This is yet another YouTube channel. Right. It's also an Argus nine one one article waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and Batman mask and well, they did have that guy downtown that had a wizard hat. I love that came through in the scanner. They're like, police report man in wizard hat downtown. I'm like, 
<laughs> I don't know. Let him live his life. Whatever. Yeah, man. Life's rough. Let him have fun. <laughs> do his he wizard thing. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. Also, don't talk to that fucking wizard. We don't know if he's good or bad. <laughs> yeah, let him walk around. Give him a give him a cat. Is an evil wizard smiting Sioux Falls. Have you seen our weather lately? Yeah, yeah. Twenty 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 two. You bring us wizards. Yep. <laughs> Did not that's have our... that in the bingo card. Post COVID, we get crazy storms. <laughs> that I, I mean, will say, like, there's been so many things. Like, I feel like I am ceasing to be surprised by anything. But that would that genuinely surprise me. <laughs> What is next? Evil wizard. COVID, tornadoes, new variant. Another new variant. Another new variant. (laughs) Yep. I miss miss when it was weird and fun, not weird and super serious. Yeah, Uh, weird and depressing. Yeah, it was when it was weird and fun. Now it's just weird and sad all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone crying in their mask every day. It's all right. We'll get through it. You know, you guys are bringing me down. I think I'm going to end this. (laughs) (laughs) And by end this, I mean the podcast because there's alcohol. The podcast, yeah, no, no. You guys are driving me to. I just my shotgun. The boys went to the the pool and then they went to the. They're going to the play downtown, and I'm supposed to be cooking hot dogs for dinner because we're classy. Uh, (laughs) Hot dogs. You know what? I got a hot dog kick because I'm like, you know what? Well, a because Zooks will actually eat hot dogs, but no, a good hot dog is a good hot dog. Yeah. Got some chili cheese sauce to go with it too. So you gotta get those. You gotta get the Costco dogs. Just bought a pair pack of that, and man, those are amazing. Kirkland dogs. Anything grilled right now is pretty amazing, and it's way too hot to cook in the house. So yeah, it is kind of where I'm at. Yeah, but I'm glad we were able to make this work. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Brett's schedule, my schedule, your schedule. Sometimes getting guests on here is a real juggling act. But yeah, no, I, I appreciate the invite. I'm not a big podcast guy, but you know, like I'll, I'll definitely come on and talk about stuff that I'm into for sure. I'm not a big podcast guy unless it's about me. <laughs> well, that's I all right. I'm say, not a big podcast person unless it's my podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> ER's got to feed that ego. <laughs> I listen to so many podcasts. It's like, I can't even pick my favorite child. Uh, but, but I guess we could do like a small plug that uh, Brett and I are going to be recording uh, a podcast this weekend with a friend of the show. Um, review yourself. We're going to watch Face Off. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be watching Face Off, doing the review of that. I haven't seen. Honestly, I was thinking about it. I the last time I remember watching Face Off, I was in college. So that was over 20 years ago. Wow. I am going to dig out my personal VHS copy. So we can watch it in the form that it was originally intended for oh, <laughs> with the tracking and the trailers and everything. Oh, nice. yeah. Nice, nice. So, yes, excited for that. And that episode will probably come out here in the next couple of weeks. So we'll be sure to plug it so you guys can't miss us talking about one of my favorite Nick Cage movies. Well, in all honesty, Sean put, uh, kicks out those uh, episodes really quick. Though he'll probably fast. have his episode out before I decide probably. to finally edit <laughs> so this retroactively, one. go back and find that link. Sean <laughs> <laughs> does a great job hosting in these. Yeah, sport, so you might so. you might be finding already that's been released. Uh, review it yourself. Uh, with yeah. uh, I could get into this. So I mean, time means nothing. So figure it out, dum dums. You should, uh, <laughs> so again, apparently that's not what you, like, you tell everybody when you try to schedule meetings at work. I was gonna say, you guys gonna do another? You guys should do a, a like a side podcast to this. Like, I can't get into this. Oh, you know, some of our episodes have turned into yes. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Not every not every hobby or say, thing okay. is for us. Yeah, no. I still remember the walnut tacos. <laughs> Ooh, Oof. bad idea. Yeah, that, that doesn't even sound. It's not, and then that's not like a colloquialism there, Chet. Like I'm not make, that doesn't reference anything out. It's literally tacos made with walnuts. They're, they're they're vegetarian. They were not good. Barely food. Enough said. Yeah, I yeah. I totally get that. But we've we've moved on to other better things. So, like hot dogs. Speaking <laughs> about things you can't get into, Chet, you still have that bottle of bacon vodka. What happened to that? I'm pretty sure I got drunk and drank it. I, I can't remember that who gave it to only me. Only be think, consumed in Bloody Marys. It is the nastiest stuff. Yeah, I think I. But actually, it works in a Bloody Mary. 
I think I might have given it to you guys. Actually, so you might it might have gotten like left at my house after a party, but I'm pretty sure we had a bottle and it. We just voted in Bloody Mary mix and it was fine. Yeah, I drinking it straight, no good. It was definitely meant to no. be mixed into Bloody Marys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a rough. That was a rough adventure. I'm like, what? What is this? You know, someone just sent me a picture that they got, you know, I like uh, uh, peanut butter whiskey and, you know, these different kind of, you know, chachi type of things. Um, Someone sent me a spike, spicy pickle whiskey, a bottle of that, that, that they had. I'm just like, I, I don't know. I, I like, I like my whiskey. I like the peanut butter, but spicy pickle whiskey. I'm not sure. I think I could buy buy it. I, I mean pickles, that can't be that can't be as bad as bacon vodka. That's for sure. Yeah, because <laughs> there was a place up in Minneapolis. It was Dirk Zombie, and if you've ever been there, they had like this jalapeno whiskey and like this other stuff that actually tasted pretty pretty damn good. Really? Yeah. So you'd be surprised. I missed that place. That closed. I'm pretty sure a couple years ago. But that was like you wanted a weird like mm. drink selection that place had it all interesting oh, yeah yeah that was a pretty sweet one I, I remember in in wisconsin i was able to talk someone into letting me take a a try a shot of a uh jalapeno infused uh vodka um because no one knew what it was there for they didn't really know what it was and said well how about you get a shot of it he goes if you want to take a shot of this i'll give it to you i won't even charge you for it <laughs> done <laughs> all right shut up and take uh, out my pain <laughs> it was it was amazing it was really good i was like yep yeah, that's jalapeno it's got a good burn to it but <laughs> i feel like that's gonna mess with your stomach a bit nah like spicy drink kind of thing yeah you just have to have plenty of fried food with it especially yeah, in wisconsin just gotta grease things up a lot absolutely it's fine it works it out <laughs> you know the next time you go to wisconsin you need to go through appleton for me and i think you know where i'm going with this i don't you know what i don't get to wisconsin anymore that's the problem i'll be there next month oh there we'll you go, go. Leah, Leah can go there and she can have enough um uh cozy corner for the three of us you got i will give you two hundred dollars i don't even care if it's days old just give me 10 pounds of cozy comfort deliciousness <laughs> mm. it's good stuff yeah i highly All suggest right. it I highly yeah you never stuff. went there with me did you no so that's why uh. like, last time my trip got cut short because we had a covert exposure we had to turn around and just go back home so I'll be out there for a full week at the end of uh, August, so I'll be oh, sure to get you. Got to look up the cozy corner. It I'm was sure really Peggy good. You won't let me uh, pass it by. Uh, I, I remember I told it told the people at the store about it, and they're just like, "You went where? I would have never gone there before." And I was just like, "Dude, it's the the best food." Hmm. Yeah, I'm oh, glad I got I'm you turned in. on to that. Yeah, because I think yeah. yeah, we went there when I was dating um, Alicia. Alicia, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. which was years ago but yeah that was that was a life-changing experience i think i was on their facebook page for a couple oh, yeah. of days because i thought i was in a band one day when i showed up there <laughs> and uh i felt so honored that they wanted to take a photo of me <laughs> i hate to tell you chat they take a photo of everyone i went there 10 times that was the only time i got a photo of me so it's I special <laughs> to me <laughs> I'm gonna have to find my. I'm gonna have to find my photos of what when I've been there. <laughs> Just they were like one's enough. <laughs> oh, here comes that Brett guy again. We don't need a photo of him. Just Ooh, we got a photo of that guy. That guy. <laughs> Except he's looking a lot more hairier and a lot fatter. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they like to throw some shade, don't they? Right. So yeah, <laughs> they're, they're they're so great. They even opened up a second place that was like a Caribbean. The jerk joint. Yeah, the jerk nice. joint. Yeah, that's been doing really well for them too, it looks like. Okay. I think I'm gonna drive up there right after this, after we're done here. After you, after we're done with this, all right. Like well, in nine hours, you're gonna see a Facebook post and I'm I'm in Wisconsin. He'd be I like, did oh, it, you fuckers. I did it. <laughs> I know damn I don't, I don't doubt it. It's just gonna be like chicken and waffles in one hand and oh. yep. just, yeah. 
It's a fantastic place. And I'm hungry. It is. It is. It's it's comfort food. See, and now you guys have me all hungry. So I'm going to have to let you guys go because I got to get some hot dogs on the grill. <laughs> all right. You go grill them dogs. I'll be over in five. All right. <laughs> well, thanks right. again for being on the show. Hey, Thank you. No problem. We'll see you next Fun time, Brett. All right. Bye. 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 Hey, thanks for listening to I Could Get Into This. This is our podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, please let us know what you thought. Leave us some feedback. Send us an email at I Could Get Into This at gmail.com or go to our account, go to our anchor page. It's anchor.fm slash I Could Get Into This. And you can leave a message. You could hear your own voice on this show. Maybe you don't like your voice. Maybe you want us to be able to voice for you. So if you want to say something, if you want something to be heard on our show, but using your words, send us a message. Oh, our outro music is going to end soon. We need to, we need to, we need to stop. Thanks for listening.